Thank you for listening to Exoplanetary. We love making the show for you, but we rely on your support to continue. Please consider becoming a monthly patron at patreon.com slash exoplanetary. If you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal at paypal.me slash exoplanetary. You can find links and more information at our website, exoplanetarymedia.com. Any amount helps, and we are truly grateful for your support. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash exoplanetary, Instagram at exoplanetary, and on Twitter at exoplanetarypod. Exoplanetary, the adventures of the spacefaring Wolverton family far in the future. Previously, the Exoplanetary Corporation has employed the four Wolverton siblings, including Brother Dustin, the baby of the family. A monk turned media darling of the 26th century, Brother Dustin has been assigned to the long-abandoned planet Earth, tasked with studying and ultimately controlling the mutated humans residing there. This desperate and uncivilized collection of humanity are the remnants of a long-ago exodus by the more fortunate and connected members of human society. With only his wits and the assistance of a sarcastic android nun, the heavily armed Mother Invention, the monk was able to commandeer some broadcasting equipment from a local curmudgeon named Kermit and transmit a soothing message of peace to a horde of barbarian women. In the meantime, the War Maidens have become restless and aggressive. Brother Dustin, Kermit, and Mother Invention have heard tell of a city to the south occupied by men. The trio is hoping that a blind date between the two peoples will lead to a love connection and, hopefully, less aggressive flirting from Marge, the true queen of the forest. And now, tonight's episode, Right On, Mother. There, you see it? With the trees. Those must have been skyscrapers. I do believe you're right, Pilgrim. According to these readings, we should be able to set up our new broadcasting equipment about 20 feet in that direction. This is exciting! Testing this out on a new population. That's much more sophisticated than what Brother Kermit had back in the forest. Does the harness feel light? I can hardly tell I'm wearing anything. Even I will admit to being impressed. The harness is able to pick up Brother Dustin's speech, relay it to this transmitter, broadcast it to any human eardrum in a ten-mile radius, like a mosquito buzzing right into the auditory canal. Amazing. Excuse me. I'm going to help those barbarians unpack the transmitter. Last thing we need is for one of them to drop it on her toe and then hack it to pieces with her sword. Are you ready for the show, Pilgrim? I am. I can't help but wonder if other barbarian women have gone back to their old ways in our absence. Sounds like you need to have a little faith. Are you trying to be funny? Well, if you ask me, and goodness knows why you would, much of that violence had to do with jealousy and anger over their segregation from the menfolk. Damn swap wanted boyfriends couldn't have any, and so all of the frustrations manifested as a never-ending free-for-all. Mm, most curious. And none of them could tell us where the men went and what happened to them. There must have been men in their community at some point, though, right? The youngest woman we saw was 20 years old. I don't suppose that matters now that we're about to get them all together. That should keep all that tension at bay. And make me less of a target. Er, speaking of which... Old man, I would have parley with the soft man. Alone. Keep them flying, Pilgrim. Uh, yes, Marge. What can I do for you? You can come to my tent tonight, soft man. 
I've led my people to the strange land for you with the promise that you may find what you seek. Now I wish to find what I seek. Oh, you're hurting me. Hug nice, please. Slip into my tent after the meal and speak your soft words to me, and I will be soft for you. Marge, Al, you really don't know your own strength. Haven't you ever considered that I might not be the man for you? There is no other man, just the old man, and he is not a fit consort for the one true queen of the forest and his breath. Yuck! But Marge, Mother Invention tells me that in the nearby city there are a number of men. They would love to meet you and your warriors. A city of men? How can that be? I thought there were no men left in our world. Not true. In the morning we broadcast to them, and then we head into the city to meet them. My hunger for you is great, soft man. But if what you say is true, I will wait to see what this city has to offer me. That's right. Plenty of fish out there. There is no fish. Tonight we feast on goat. No, plenty of fish in the sea. The sea? I'm confused. I thought we were meant to be in the city. It's a... never mind. You're right. Let's make camp. Good morning. This is Brother Dustin. Today I'm going to speak to you about the importance of using kind words when resolving conflict. How's your machine, woman? Everything appears to be in order. The broadcast should be coming in loud and clear to anyone living in the city. And how are you, machine woman? Are you trying to be funny? The old man says you are a machine and not a woman. Is this true? You seem like a woman. At first, I thought you were the soft man's woman, but the old man says you're not a woman at all. (sighs) I am here to assist Brother Dustin in the effort to bring peace to this troubled planet. I see. Oh, please. I have work to do. I am glad. Glad? When the soft man arrived, I wondered why he spent so much time with a woman like you. Now that I know you're his slave... Slave? I am no such thing. Am I wrong? You do as the soft man says. I am a servant with a much higher calling. I am my own being, Marge, and you're hindering my purpose right now. So step off. Ha! What a wonderful machine to pretend to have emotions so well. Why, you tin-plated, muscle-bound... Never mind. You are not worth it. (laughs) Not worth it. That's not what my new man will say. And so... Resolving your conflicts by quietly and calmly discussing things with those who antagonize you is much preferable to using harsh words and hateful attitudes. Here ends the lesson for today. Have a good afternoon. Ooh, look at all the concrete. I feel like I'm stepping into Earth's ancient past, like all the books I've read. So many buildings still standing. You can almost see what it must have been like hundreds of years ago. And it's just as difficult to find a cab when you need one. This stone forest is the home to the men we seek. My sensors show life signs in several directions, some very close. This debris must have been a building at some point. I wonder why some buildings came down and not others. Strategic retreat! Strategic retreat! Come with me, Brother Dustin. Ah, did you see that? Did you see that? That was the most exciting thing I've ever seen. Please don't shout. That dust coming from the explosion could be toxic. I need to get you as far from it as possible. No, Mother, put me down. Everything on this planet is potentially toxic to me. I was weaned on manufactured oxygen and simulated gravity, so I'm surprised I haven't imploded yet. And where's Brother Kermit? Over here, Pilgrim. Brother Kermit? Oh my gosh, are you hurt? 
Oh, sure. I was just about to take a nap, and I decided to use this wall for a blanket. Wiggle your toes. Anything broken? I feel lots of scrapes and bruises, but I don't think anything's broken. I'm pretty well pinned down. My warrior maiden shall heft the debris. No, I may be able to cut him free with my lasers. Now watch what you're cutting, robot lady. No sweat, dudes. I'm free! That fall with one hand. Wow, he is very pretty. Very pretty. Sorry to harsh your afternoon, dudes. We were doing some practice moves on account of the supervillain. Wait, what? Supervillain? Yeah, dude. I was, like, totally having this rad dream when all of a sudden I hear this voice in my ear, this guy who was telling me all this stuff. I wasn't really paying attention because it was clearly a supervillain plot. And so me and my buds, we were getting a good stretch in before the Battle Royale. So awesome. I think we miscalculated something. You sound a lot like that supervillain dude. Are you dudes, like, evil? Well, uh, I'm not. You mentioned your friends, your buds? Oh, for sure. Let me signal them. Yo, over here, dudes! Look at these amazing specimens of manhood. Tall and broad-shouldered, piercing gazes, and so well-fed. Many of them do seem to be, um, a little chubby. It looks nice on them. What? All this spandex is definitely a fashion don't for these man-hogs. I want you folks to meet my bras. The Justice Dudes. There's Beetle Dude. Yo. Moon Doggy. Righteous. Thunderstud. Verily. Captain Good Vibes. <laughs> and my man, the Bronzed Border. Like cosmic. And me? I'm Uber, dude. Yes, uh, I'm Brother Dustin, and this is my flock, and we're here to... We got to hear their names. All we get is flock. Well, there's more of us, and I can't remember all of the barbarian ladies' names, and I just wanted to save time if... Well, you can just go flock yourself, pilgrim. What they're trying to say is that we're glad to meet you and very curious about this city. Have you lived here long? For as long as I can remember. So what, half an hour? Oh, come on. That was funny. A city-state of superhuman soft men? How do they get so fat? How do you mean? In the forest, we have to forage and hunt. But these soft men look like they have seven feasts a day. Speak up, dude. Who's been feeding you? Oh, you must mean little mama. Your actual mother? I guess. The soft men live with their mother. Oh, no! It is less than we hoped for. You can meet her if you like. No offense, Uber dude, but it's a little early to be introducing these women to your mother. Nah, man. I mean, this dude here. She wouldn't be too stoked to meet all these females. Come on, bruh. Come meet little mama. Uh, I get to meet your mother? Right now? Do I look all right? In the meantime, my warriors and I will get to know these handsome men. (laughs) You there, boy, can you lift me above your head? Hmm, I'll stay right here. These lovebirds might need a chaperone. 
You know, it's fascinating. I was just reading something about this sort of thing. Super-powered characters wearing tight spandex costumes were very popular centuries ago. At first, they only appeared in little magazines, and eventually they came to dominate all areas of popular culture. That was until the total collapse of human society. I don't think you could blame that on superhero movies, though. Whoa, pretty heavy, man. Maybe if your super dudes had been around a few centuries back, things would have been much different. Or maybe you would have just knocked over more buildings. Are you, like, sure you aren't a villain? Pretty sure. I'm actually a really nice guy if you get to know me. Do you work out? Aw, man. We've been training for years to catch villains. Just like in the ancient texts we found. Let me guess. Comic books? We're nearly there, man. I hope you're hungry. Little mama is always cooking something. (laughs) Oh, you boys. So virile and manly. Let's venture forth into the city for more feats of strength. (laughs) Looks like you made a love connection. Time will tell. Wait a minute. You're not wearing spandex. I hope not. Who are you? What are you doing here? That's a good question, Mother Invention. Unit 793 Zeta Alpha. Oh, how do you know my designation? Well, I have some advantages in terms of my relationship with the universe. I get around. I meet lots of interesting people. And you're one of the most fascinating people I've ever met. I've never seen you before. I have no memory of you. No reason for you to remember. My name is Dave. I met you when you were a little girl. Oh, well, that's a relief. I'm an android, Dave. I was never a little girl. I was built and programmed and sent out into the world to facilitate the spiritual journey of human beings. (laughs) You're spiritual? I am, yes. You don't think I'm dressed like a nun as a fashion statement, do you? But you say you're an android. How does that work? How can you be an object, yet filled with the divine? That's actually a very good question, and one that we can sit down and discuss at a later time. I think my sensors are picking up a wild rumpus a few blocks away. Don't go. You're missing something important here, Mother Invention. What were you before you were built? You're making me very uncomfortable. I'll tell you what you were. Your name was Catherine. You were a little girl who grew up to be a beautiful woman, but you died long before your time. I don't want to hear this. When Catherine died, her father took her memories, her personality, her image, and placed them all into a computer. I should warn you, I'm armed. Don't you understand? You're a continuation of Catherine. That's impossible. There are other Zeta Alphas in my line. They look like me, they talk like me, None of us are unique. That may have been true this morning. From this point on, though, you are unique. What? Why? Because now, you are aware. Is that you? Are you hungry? It's me, little mama. I brought a friend. All right. I'm making chicken soup, your favorite. Come into the kitchen. I want I should look at you, my special little man. What a cozy little kitchen. Where's little mama? I don't see her. She's on the counter by the stove, dude. Look at you, my special little man. You're wasting away to nothing. And your friend, so skinny, you two. Get the bowls. She's she's like a doll. One of those little plastic action figures. Huh, <laughs> fit my age. More like an in-action figure. 
Oi, my knees get sore all the time. Would you believe I used to be seven inches tall? I happened to be standing next to the ruler yesterday. Six, six inches. Here, help me stir the soup. I got a kink in my back like you wouldn't believe. How did you come to be so petite? Well, you've met my boys. I love my boys. There's just something about this city. Maybe some cosmic rays or whatever. I don't pay attention to the gossip. Anyway, they all grew up with different abilities. Me? I just got shrunk. I didn't notice any women in the city. Only you. That's right. All those boys need is their mama to take care of them. Is the soup too hot? No? Eat. Eat. But none of what you said makes sense. Why would this man manufacture a line of android nuns that look and act like his daughter? That I can't answer. People do strange things for their children, and even stranger things when they're grieving. The important thing is that what I'm telling you is true, and that you're meant for greater things than following Brother Dustin around. On that, I'm forced to agree with you, but I swore to stay at his side. Brother Dustin has his own history to make, but he won't start until he no longer has you to rely on. Can't you be a bit more specific? No. That's how things work for mysterious strangers like me. We give you enough gristle to chew on, but it's up to you to swallow or spit it out. Ugh, that's pretty disgusting. Maybe, but not half as disgusting as what'll happen if you sidestep your destiny. What happens? Nothing. You just wonder about it until you finally malfunction. Considering that your father built you to last, it could take centuries. Thanks for the warning. Where did you come from, Dave? That's not easy to explain. Long time ago, I was just another guy living my life. These days, I don't really have boundaries. I walk where I please. Where are you heading next? Look to your own road. And when you start the journey, find your sisters before you go looking for your father. He's gone. Mm. What did you call this again? You mean to tell me that your mother never made you chicken soup? Until a few minutes ago, I thought chickens were extinct. My mother used to make a potato soup. That was all we could grow sometimes. Sometimes, on a cold afternoon, I like to bake a potato and open it up and take a nap in it. Grody. I do miss my mother. Before I found my life in the church, she was really everything to me. I didn't realize how lonely this calling would be. It's a nice job. Your mama is proud, I can tell. You ought to call her sometime. Is that your hand on my thigh, dude? Sorry. At least you don't go around chasing after girls. Feh. Can't say I did. Always up to no good. Boys are so much easier to raise than girls. That's what my mom said, too. But my boys stay home and look after their mama. I love it. Well, now that we got them back together with the women, some of them might move on. What? Oh, I was sure I mentioned that when we came in. You brought women to my little boys? I seem to have made a faux pas. When those hussies get their claws into my innocent little boys, I can't bear it. Take me to them. Take me to them. Hey, there you are, Mother May I. Slot prom night and basic training rolled into one out there. I haven't seen this much howling and wrestling in all my days. Hey, is everything all right? 
I've just had the strangest conversation. I've had nothing but strange conversation since you and Brother Milktoast made the scene. What happened? I, I, I don't want to talk about it. Talk to me about your father. My father? He was about my height, less handsome than I am. Powerful temper. He told clean jokes and drank dirty martinis. Well, I say dirty martinis. He'd just pop an olive into a bottle of rubbing alcohol and call it a martini. Strange guy, now that I think about him. But he's gone now, all these many years. What does this have to do with why you're down? There was this man. He said some upsetting things, things that couldn't possibly be true. But I listened, and then he disappeared. He was gone, leaving me to think about everything he said. I I'm surprised at how it made me feel. How it made you feel? Hmm. Well, it's over now. You don't need to think about it, unless you want to. It's been about 30 years since I comforted anyone. Does it show? I'll be fine. I'm just upset. Well, good. I'll tell you what. I know of no better cure for the blues than watching a bunch of strangely dressed weirdos play grab-ass and try to figure out how to get to second base. Care to join me? I suppose I will. Wait. What's that over there? Looks like our friend the Pilgrim and Uber Dude. What's he holding? Some kind of doll? Whatever he's holding, it looks like it's projecting some sort of electricity. Everyone stop fooling around. Hey, we better get over there. You women, get back to your forest. You're not wanted here. Hey, um, this seems kind of rash. You keep out of this, Mr. Badinsky. All these women want to do is make trouble for my good boys. They don't mind, they aren't respectful, and all that armor making a racket when I'm trying to sleep. Wait, they were here before? Brother Dustin, are you hurt? No, I just ate too much soup. What, now you don't like my cooking? She seems to have some sort of mental hold over the super dudes and the barbarians. Well, no wonder they didn't remember any men in their world. This tiny woman has the ability to create mental blocks. My goodness! That must have been how she convinced me to have a third helping. Is it so wrong I want my little boys to stay sweet and innocent the way they are? I'm just a lonely little woman stuck in a world that seems to be growing all around me. It's not growing. You're shrinking. Based on the data I'm collecting, using your powers to manipulate these people causes you to lose body mass at a rapid rate. Ah, you hear that? You keep this up and you'll shrink away to nothing. Mercy me. Is this the end of little mama? And to think... You'd miss out on all those grandchildren. Grandchildren? Did you say grandchildren? Sure thing. These ladies weren't going to take your boys away forever. Just long enough to make some grandkids for you. Exactly. You think a career-minded barbarian woman is going to turn her nose up at free childcare? And that's not even counting all the ladies back in the forest. Assuming that even a handful of them are interested in men, there's going to be a whole lot of babies. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All them little grandkids. I've been missing out this whole time. I can't believe it. Did I just save the day? <laughs> Don't let it go to your head. And so the lesson today is that you should respect and love your parents. 
After all, without them, you wouldn't be here at all. But parents also have to respect their children to find their own way in the universe without too much interference. This is Brother Dustin signing off. That was a fine broadcast. Really? I'm surprised. I'm trying to keep an open mind. After all, what kind of mother would I be if I didn't let you find your own way? What do you mean? Well, there may come a point where we get separated, or maybe you just won't need me any longer. Are you kidding? I couldn't do any of this without you. If you were lost or missing, I wouldn't know what to do. Please take that back. I don't want you to ever leave me. Oof! Ow! Hey, hug nice, please. I'm not indestructible. I'm so glad I have you, Mother Invention. <sighs> Thank you, Brother Dustin. Do you think Uber Dude thinks I'm cute? I... what? Never mind. You have been listening to Exoplanetary, Right On Mother, written by C. Christopher Hart. Performed by... Bobby Eversman as Brother Dustin. Stephanie Leet as Mother Invention. Danger Marshall as Dave. Theriel Elliott as Marge, the one true queen of the forest. Alex Wank as Uber Dude. Deborah Zirin as Little Mama. And Bill Carey as Brother Kermit. This play, the characters, situations, and associated intellectual property, copyright 2014, by C. Christopher Hart, all rights reserved. Sound effects by Danger Marshall. Recorded in the Bigfoot Podcasting Studio, located at Ned Space in sunny Portland, Oregon. Produced by C. Christopher Hart, original music provided by Jacob Jansen, and musical direction by Melissa Schenter. I'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons, Justin Olson, Christy Smith, Sherry Goldstein, Dennis McGrandall, Darcy Hogan, Late Night Poems, Malik Shabazz, Drew Anderson, Andrew McDonald, and Kate Boys. If you'd like to join them and make a monthly donation to Exoplanetary, find us at patreon.com slash exoplanetary. We thank you for your support.